Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And today we are joined again by our guests from the Fandom Podcast, Nick and Brandon. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Hi. We should mention there is another host on the Fandom Podcast that we don't have with us, but maybe we'll get him for another movie sometime. I want to, to, I want to see ask. Jeff talk. I want to see Jeff talking about Disney princesses. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it a movie that he doesn't like, and it'll be delightful. Okay, I'll have a I've, lot to I've say. listened to the Fandom Podcast. I don't think it's hard to find a movie he doesn't like. <laughs> see, Jeff, he's that wasn't me. He's the angry back. one in your crew. Like Jeff's the angry one. He's he's the Donald. But you we know, like to, him. To the Mickey and Goofy that you guys are. I'm gonna say Brandon's probably Mickey and Nick is uh-huh. Goofy. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, and and Jeff is your your Donald Duck. <laughs> Whoa, that's a really good Donald Duck. Mm-hmm, that's good. My sister oh. does a good Donald Duck. I can't really talk as him, but yeah, but you she can make a you him. can make a sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can do the sounds. Um, we today are discussing minute sixty-seven of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which begins with Snow White saying, "I'll be all right," and ends with Dopey reeling from a kiss on his head. First, they'd have to say, "Snow White rhymed again." She did. I wrote this <laughs> down as well. She has started back to a rhyme without leading into a song. Yes. And that is, it's not every time that it leads into a song. Most of her lines have led to song anyway. But a song's not far off. It's not, it's about to come, so. And, um, but yeah, she she does a little rhyming couplet where she says like, I'll be all right, something, something, see you tonight. So it's just a a, a tidy little, little rhyme that Snow White typically does. Like most of her stuff is rhyming. Yeah. Uh, I was a poet and I didn't even know that I was one. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm just kidding. Uh, and this um, this whole minute is basically just her kissing dwarfs on the head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is the motivation for her to kiss those dwarves on the head? Because this is what I noticed when when Doc was telling her to be careful. That you know he was giving her that big old monologue about the queen, and it, it almost seems like Snow White was like that bratty teenage girl. Like, geez, Dad, I know already. Don't I, I don't want to hear this. And so she takes off his hat and kisses him on the forehead to shut him up. And so what you're saying is she's using her wiles. Her feminine wiles, yes. Feminine wiles? Her, her womanly the wiles. wiles. that Grumpy has described. Yeah, Grumpy knew <laughs> Where this did she learn this was, from? Because she hasn't had very good influences in her life. So where did she well, learn Well, that's exactly where she learned it from. Oh, I or guess, yeah. any interaction with humans. <laughs> with the queen? Really at all. <laughs> Maybe she had a book. So yeah. I, what was her like childhood like? Like, did she just like get locked in the castle or something? like? I don't I mean, know. Just, just cleaning, depends. scullery maid. Yeah, That's all we know for sure. It depends on when that happened. Probably after the king died. Mm-hmm. So, or was. Do you killed. think there was like a lot of huntsmen and stuff like hitting on her when she was young, and she was just like, whatever? No. I don't know. I, like, no. I think she's had relatively little interaction with people. It's kind of a Rapunzel situation in Entangled, where like she's been isolated and yet has wonderful people skills. Yes, interesting. She, she, she and she does. got that from the animals that she interacted with. Her, I don't know. That's it's... why she's the animal whisper. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing she had a book, How to Win Animals and Influence Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> That's very specific, but she's very good at it. <laughs> I like that. 
Um, like that's my best guess is is some sort of book because like the queen would not have been teaching her you know here's how you manipulate men. Maybe she learned by example. Maybe she learned by example, not by lesson though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is. I mean, even. I mean, not just like story wise in the fictional universe, but also in the like real world production of this, it's years and years and years before the feminine mystique and before, you know, that wave of feminism and, you know, sex as a weapon, sex as power. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't have an explanation. I don't know enough about, you know, what the state of, uh, female manipulation was in in the the late thirties. So you have to, you have to freeze frame it when she goes and pulls his hat off because, uh, Doc goes, he, he gets this really confused look on his face. Like, only why are you a, taking my hat off? Yeah, exactly. And then she kisses him and his, like, his whole demeanor changes. And he was even in the middle of a sentence when she did that. Uh-huh. And so, you know, cause he says, I'm trying to remember which ones, which dwarf says what, but I think he was saying, be care- be awful careful. Cause if anything would happen to you, I'd, and then she kisses him. I want to know what he's going to do if anything's going to happen to her, but I guess we'll never find out, right? Maybe yeah. Doc is know. like the secret ninja dwarf that like knows. No, that was the stealthy. Ways of martial arts from stealthy from Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Maybe because if anything would happen to you, I have a certain set of skills that I would have <laughs> a very specific set of skills. <laughs> yes, um, I like. I'm it. not sure, but this is all reminding me very much of another situation that is very similar to this in Hunchback of Notre Dame where he is, you know, saying all these, Quasimodo is saying all these things about, you know, I have to do this. Like I have to do that. I have to ring the bells at night. I have to ring the Vespers. And, and then I clean the belfries and then Esmeralda kisses him on the cheek. And then he just says, whatever works for you. <laughs> like there's a standard for this in Disney movies. Great power. It's the Disney agenda. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. What purpose do Doc's glasses serve? That's because they don't before. cover his eyes at all. They're <laughs> off to the side, and he looks through them straight acr- straight forward and doesn't look down. So his I eyes are so close it's together. Specifically for mining work, like when he's at oh, the okay. desk at the mine. But um, he also they, uses like, the jeweler's like, loop in? at that time. So... We never actually like really see him like need to read anything or look closely at anything and use the glasses. When he looks at gems, he puts the loop in his eye and looks through that. So, and it, and his glasses are like off to the side. Yeah, I think it's okay. just to signify that he's the smart one. It's just the 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 shorthand symbolism of intellectual okay. glasses. I wear glasses, therefore I am smart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I have another question. Okay. So you guys have talked about the theory that Dopey is a woman? Yes. So Dopey gets really excited when a woman kisses him. So is Disney more progressive than we thought in the 30s? I'm guessing he's just not actually a woman. Yeah. Oh, dang just, it! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to guess that he's not. Theory. Because uh, Doc, this is the second time that I can remember in the movie that he says, come on, men, talking to the other dwarves. Mm-hmm. And Dopey jumps up right along with it, so... I, I think yeah. I think they're all male. Well, yeah. and I I think that Dopey definitely has the right idea though. Like, I do, I do, like I, hey, 
I'm going straight for the lips. Yeah, he puckers right up. up. He's like, you know what? I'm just going straight for it. But that also reminds me that, like, I have friends who have special needs, and they are, like, they don't have any, like, caution when it comes to that stuff. It's like, dude, I'm just going to kiss that girl. Like, I'm just going to go kiss her. And you're like, okay, you can go try that if you want, but be careful. <laughs> he's, and so, he's missing you know, that particular filter yeah. on social interaction. So it makes, it makes sense to me that he would do that as well, and then he'd be like, I'm going back for seconds. Yeah, Dopey's behavior has pretty much always tracked with Dopey, and it's tracked with, like, people in the real world. Yeah. You know, they haven't created a character that's completely outlandish. Right. Um, yeah. I had something... So with Sneezy, he he's holding back a sneeze. He walks away and Dopey comes forward. Mm-hmm. But then he sneezes off camera. Off, off, off the edge of the frame. Yes. And Dopey is blown back into the house. Did he turn around? Yeah. Of course. Are you certain? Unless he has this like, sure. magical... Like, I, have, I have no doubt that he did. Around him all the way. Well, so on top of that, how strong was that sneeze that from that far away, he could push Dopey that far back, overcome Dopey's inertia, overcome the friction on the ground, and just send Dopey flying back into the house? That is like some superhero level powers right there. But also, the yeah. like the it doesn't affect Snow White. Well, I and mean, so she, it's like she this has to magical like, regain her balance. Yeah, but it's like this like really limited little sense where she has enough weight that she's not going to get blown, but like Dopey is just light enough that he's going to fly off. So there's like this very small window of like. So what you're saying is, is it's taller. controlled. So, but that would just give her more like wind, like so more surface area to yeah, catch the wind. Area. Yeah, and so so like there is a very small window physics wise. Of what will push Dopey all the way back, but will allow exactly. Snow White to only be offset a little bit. So, exactly. so not so not only are we saying that uh, Sneezy turned around and sneezed, he controlled it to push Dopey back into the house. Was he being jealous? Was no, he like? I think, I think his sneeze in this case just happened to be the amount. Also, uh, Dopey has the the uh, baggier clothing, so his wind resistance. I don't, uh, I don't know that dress. Like sails. He he picked up he more billowy. Than, Dude. But her dress could be very airy. It could breathe very well. And so the, the sneeze air just went through it instead of catching it like Dopey stuff. Dopey stuff could be like a tarp that really catches <laughs> it. Like a sail. He could be wearing canvas. So and you're saying very, that Snow White has a very see-through dress and that's why all these like seven men no, are No, a very, a very like air-through dress. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Just had to clarify. And that might be why they're so excited to get a kiss, too. Um... You know, just a, a light, breathable fabric for her. <laughs> so uh, I have I have a theory about the about the dwarves, and it kind of goes back into back into the mining okay. about them being cursed. I think that the queen may have cursed them because they all had some sort of superpower, and mm. the queen is trying to control them. Like they were going to rise up and fight her. Like they had magical powers. Like Doc was a great orator, like Nick was talking about, and so she stopped that sneezy maybe he had like super strong breath and now he can't control it anymore because he's sneezing it only comes out when he sneezes like exactly from uh baron munchausen (laughs) i think this is the first superhero team because the justice society of america didn't come out until i want to say it was like the early 40s which was the precursor for the justice league so i think the seven dwarves are the first superhero team 
this came out in the late 30s, which is the advent of the superhero as a as a genre and concept. Mm-hmm. So right. having these enhanced powers could. So what could was Bashful's superpower? Uh, he can tie his beard in a knot without letting go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna abnormal strength hair. So or or perhaps his he had like extreme dexterity. He was like a, like prestidigitation was his thing. He was he was a rogue. Nice. So he he doesn't seem to talk a lot because he's so bashful. So maybe the queen was trying to maybe he was like the wise one in the group, like the Yoda of the group who always knew what to do. He's too shy to give the advice. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm I'm trying to think of the archetypes that would be for these. I mean, well, obviously doctors your too, right? Maybe yeah, he was exactly. like the womanizer. And so they they <laughs> made charming. him like Raj from Big Bang Theory where he can't talk and if there's a cute girl around. So. So that's his curse. It's like, well, sorry, you're no longer a womanizer. <laughs> he's, he's limited. Yeah. So, I mean, you got your team leader who's Doc, and I know you guys have had some discussions about this, but hear me out. So Doc is your team leader because he's the one, come on, men, let's do this. Yes, and, most of the time. Sometimes Grumpy takes that lead. Right, sometimes Grumpy takes the lead, but I think that's more because Grumpy's the rogue. He's more like the Wolverine of the group. Like, if you if you take this like the X-Men, Cyclops is the team leader, but Wolverine right. gets Cyclops them to glasses. Doc. Oh, there you go. There oh. you go. I mean, we're only predating it by 30 years, but <laughs> Grumpy is the Wolverine. Okay. Grumpy's the Wolverine, uh, or he might be the Wonder Woman, like not afraid to fight for what they believe in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So in your Superman role, you've got like the I'm, – I'm going to say Superman is, is happy. That's like, what he, I was going to lean towards. He's just got that, that ever-present motivation. Exactly. And optimism. Like, it can get better. We can do this. It's not too bad. Nothing brings that guy down. Uh, He'll never I, give up. I don't know if you guys watch, have watched this show, but it's on Netflix. It's called The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I've watched like, some of it. She's got some crazy stuff that happens in her life, but she's just always so happy that, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't. She, it, she's unstoppable. And so I think uh, Happy, Kimmy Schmidt, Superman, they're all kind of in that same archetype right there, right? Yeah. Um, uh, who, el- who else have we got? We've got Dopey, Sleepy. Sleepy. We already covered Bashful. Yeah. Um, um, Bashful would have been the Gambit, um, but but now he's too shy. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, Sleepy. So, okay, where would you put Sleepy? I mean, are- I'm trying to think like what his power would be if maybe he, he was so Beast sleepy. because he was like such a good scientist that he could be awake all the time. But then they're like, hey, we don't want you to be a scientist anymore. He, and like, yeah, he was awesome one of those people. So we're just gonna make you sleepy all the time. He was one of those hard people worker that just keeps getting things done. A Leslie Nope type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keeps achieving, keeps achieving, keeps achieving. It's like, no, we got to make him tired. Yeah. Well, and think about it. He's always tired, but he goes out there. He mines all day long, even being exhausted. And I know yeah. when I'm sleepy like that, I just want to go take a nap. I don't get a whole lot accomplished. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean. So he's limited by, by being sleepy. So he can't get done what he would otherwise be doing. Right. Um, and then my so okay so dopey I think you guys I think I think you guys might agree with me on this one but I think dopey is is the iron man of the group. He is the innovator. Think about his skill with the musical instruments. It's, think about it's amazing skills. Yeah. Yeah. He has uh, a natural talent for something. <laughs> when they were sleeping he was able to get he was able to turn a single f- feather into a pillow. Like when they when they all destroyed that pillow he was able to use that single feather to go mm-hmm. to sleep with. I think he's the innovator. I think he's the inventor of the genius. And he can't speak now because he can't and so he can't get his words out to tell people what he has invented and what needs to be done. Okay. 
So I, I think this is the first. I think this is the first superhero team. I think Disney yeah. was ahead of its time. Yeah. Did we cover everyone there? Yeah, um, we got everyone. And then Sneezy. I mean, we started out talking about Sneezy, yeah, but he's right. obviously obviously the fighter. Yeah, he's the only offensive Sneezy's weapon. Sneezy's covered. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm I'm happy with that breakdown. <laughs> I will take it. It's not where I expected today's discussion to go, but I will take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the fandom pot. I mean. Like- yeah, these are, uh, these are the kind of hard-hitting theories we come up with on our show. Yeah. So my biggest question in this minute, though, is like, where is Happy? He is okay, not I noticed that too. Anywhere to be seen in this entire sequence, like this whole week, like he. So we we have the sequence where Doc gets kissed, Bashful mm-hmm. gets kissed, Sneezy gets kissed, Dopey gets kissed. We can see that Sleepy is up next, and Grumpy goes last, and, when and there they, is no evidence and, of Happy. And they have a shot from inside the mm-hmm. cottage, and there's no evidence of Happy. Did he go like? get work started or something i have no idea where he is however okay in my book snow white and the seven dwarfs a creation of a classic there is a early scene when they were talk doing the, the it's the goodbye kiss uh-huh. um so this was an early concept yes where and in the drawings that they have snow white's blonde so it's okay one of so those it's very early very early ones um, and in it, it talks about how Happy was the dwarf that kept coming back for more kisses instead of Dopey. Happy was always first, er, trying to be first in line. Um, and so it, ta- it, it talks about how... Uh, so it's after Dopey was added, and he was one of the last dwarfs to actually be added. But... Um, the gag is used for happy instead of dopey at the time. Uh-huh. And I um, was really, um, I just kept laughing at that because I'm like, but there's no happy in this whole sequence yeah, now. So, so they, like, they changed it and then they removed him entirely by accident or something. Yeah. Like he's, he's, for all we know, he stayed home sick or he's still in that cupboard of the dishes. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but it's, it's confusing. Oh, yeah. you know where he's at? There's no he, evidence. He is of feeding it. the mind monster. He somebody has to go early every day to feed the mind monster. To feed Vault. <laughs> <laughs> so he so, so they so he had to go. This was his turn to go feed Vault. So that's okay. why he wasn't there. I can I can go with that, but I, I accept still, that reality. <laughs> I still miss him. Happy's my favorite after Doc. Yes. <laughs> But I was like, why is he not there when originally... Like, I looked like, very carefully for him, yeah. and he's not there. But, yeah, I guess he just had to go go uh, get the first early morning feeding in. Yeah. So he didn't get a kiss. He's so late. <laughs> Dude, he oh, better man. go back and get some... He better talk to her in the evening. Because <laughs> like, I'm hey, sure uh, that all of those dwarves, that's what they're going to be talking about all day. Yeah, around he the goes water back cooler. I, I heard there was something I missed out on. Ahem. And he takes off his hat and just leans in. He's hey. like, ahem, ahem. That's one of the deleted scenes as well. <laughs> uh, we've we've covered everything I had down for this minute and and so much more. <laughs> Do you guys have any other notes? No, I'm good. I had one more. Okay. Uh, so w- when she's giving. When she's giving Sneezy a kiss, he says, "Be sure to watch out." And she kisses him. What was she, what was he going to warn her about? I think he was just going to repeat Doc and say, "Watch out for strangers," or uh, or the Queen specifically, maybe. 
I, I, I think sneeze that's going to happen in 30 seconds. <laughs> Watch out, this is really powerful. I can feel it. Coming, coming. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, that was it was that was just it's incidental, but I just thought every time one of them was going to warn her about something before they got the warning out, she kissed him and sent him on their way. Yeah, so. I think it was just kind of the general straightforward continued warning about the the queen to make sure they get it in her head. Hey, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. The queen's well. trying to kill you. Remember? Remember? <laughs> I don't think it worked. No. No, it didn't. But if you know the story, the queen gets her. (laughs) What? I haven't finished it yet. I've only gotten up to minute 70. (laughs) Well, uh, keep listening and you'll you'll learn. (laughs) Uh, Nick, any any last notes from you? Uh, No, not that I can't say later. All right. Then we will close it out for today. Uh, We appreciate having you guys on. And if people need more of the fandom podcast, where do they go? Head over to fandompodcast.com. Pretty much links for everything's over there. Facebook.com slash fandompodcast. Goof off with us over there. It's nice to have a straightforward hub for all of it. Um, Right. And we can be found on Facebook at the Disney Animation Secret Essential Listener Society group, or damsels. You think you missed out the end. I never thought that I would be a damsel, but now I am. And I'm proud to be. Kiss was saying I got it wrong. The Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society. There you go. The damsels. Uh, I am a damsel. Yeah. <laughs> damsel and proud. I, I self-identify as a damsel. <laughs> uh, and, and that's where we can find links. And if you want to flesh out the superhero team, if you want to post some fan art of, of the dwarfs as a superhero team, go for it. <laughs> Wait, is that a subtle... Uh, uh, I'm not yeah. saying we need t-shirt designs. But <laughs> if you if you would like to see some more of my art, please visit nickenglishart.com. That's it is N-I-K a- English like the language dot com. Art.com. It is worth checking out because I double checked there before we hired you, and guess what? It persuaded us to go for it. I especially like some of the uh, murals you had for children's rooms. That Peter Pan one blows my mind. Yeah, that one's really, really <laughs> impressive. There's actually um time-lapse video of me painting that somewhere. Oh. So you should go find it, if you're interested. (laughs) Good luck. Uh, And please share us with your friends and family members who love Disney. If you're planning a road trip to get down to Disney World or Disneyland... It's Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Oh, excuse uh, me. Go ahead and get everything downloaded (laughs) and plug it in for for your friends and family. Get everyone in the mood to just love the Disney down there. And most importantly, come back tomorrow for more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Until then, just whistle while you work. 